0: Welcome back to off to the races and Merry Christmas! Today, when you're listening to this, is Christmas. We're recording it on Christmas Eve in our whole Christmas Eve day attire.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that it just for me, it's sweaters and sweater and jeans, and Andrea has a sweater and leggings on. But we are very excited to be recording today, kind of last minute recording. Um, but yeah, today's episode is going to be super exciting. We're talking mm-hmm. about. Um, insane stories of athletes and their uprisings, coming from some from basically nothing and some, just like fi- defining the odds and yeah, they're really cool stories and it shows you that like for no one it was easy to get to the NBA yeah or the NFL even
1: the best people even the
0: best people like you sh- you see like all of the stuff they had and to go all through all the hard
1: work they had to go through too
0: yeah. Okay, we're gonna start with a little update. Um, so volleyball update from last episode: Wisconsin is the national champion. Let's Um, go. It went to five sets. So I guess right. We so we split it because you said five sets. I said Wisconsin was gonna win in four, but I had the team right and you had the sets right because you said it could be either, and I was pretty confident in Wisconsin yeah i thought they had it in four but you know five just made it it exciting um so i'm gonna take you a little rundown through so the first set nebraska won 25 to 22 and they looked so strong like we looked like we could do nothing Mm -hmm. the second set we won 31 to 29 um the biggest thing for this was blocks and block touches nebraska had so many positive block touches and i think wisconsin ended with 24 blocks and nebraska had 10 or something it was like a really uneven ratio the third set Wisconsin won 25 to 23, then Nebraska took the fourth 25 to 23, and then Wisconsin won the last set 15 to 12 and we jumped out to a 7-0 start and they kind of came back, but um it was just really exciting they made history, mm-hmm. which is very
1: surprising. Knowing all the Wisconsin teams that have been
0: there. I, when they said that they've never won before, it surprised me because I feel like we're always in those positions. We always have a really good team uh-huh. and we can just never finish. And this year we finished business. I'm so excited that um, our 5th years got to go out with a bang because mm-hmm. we're going to miss them so much. But I know. We just got a new transfer from Kansas. Her name's Caroline Crawford. So I'm excited about that. She looks really good. She's not going to be Dana Recchi, but um who... Is she even going to play? <laughs> Probably. Okay. Wait, um, no, Dev. Dev and the Anna. <laughs> well, Maybe Anna will stay with right side. And then switch, you know? That worked. Okay, so next thing we wanted to touch on was the NBA slash NFL virus update. There have been so many COVID cases, and they've been moving games and signing new people and stuff yeah and it's you just, like see these people who got signed for 10 days and it's like insane you just like never know what's going on so many players are out and we're gonna touch on this in the next segment but like about something that happened um <laughs> that sounded it's not that big of a deal <laughs> but um yeah it's really affecting teams right now and there's like all the star players are going out with covid or just being in the protocols and stuff and Um, Kyrie came back for about a day and not even not even get to go
1: to a practice.
0: (laughs) And then he had to go into the into quarantine, so yeah, it's just kind of insane right now what's going on. There's a lot. Yeah. Speaking of that, speaking of the NBA, Claire and I went to a Bucks
1: versus Rockets game, um, two nights ago. Yeah. And we did see an impact with the COVID since a lot of the players were in protocol, so like Giannis didn't play. Bobby. Bobby Portis. Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen was in protocol. And there was just all these guys who were just, like, not even there.
0: I know. The bench looked so bare. Yeah, it was so weird to be there. Like, obviously, it was such a fun time because I just love being in environments like that. Um, But, yeah, there was no Giannis, which I literally was wearing his jersey. (laughs) I, me, and my friend, we were trying to count the amount of times that we saw Giannis jerseys. We got to over a hundred, and then we stopped counting, just because I was like, "This has got to be the most basic jersey." Guess who's someone? Someone had a jersey for Grace Nnenna, Momadi Diakite. Someone had a Diakite jersey. Uh-huh. I, it was so weird because he's gone. He was there last year. Um, for like. But yeah, we went to the the Rockets were playing too, and my favorite player, um, Jalen Green, unfortunately was hurt but I did see him on the bench, so that was like the highlight of my life, <laughs> and, um, yeah, that was pretty much it, Bucks won pretty easily, Pat got a shoot to the face, he got kicked in the face, yeah, no foul, no foul, Jordan Ward up, broke uh, guy's angle and got tucked <laughs> on, <laughs> yeah, um, so it was a fun game, except for one thing, I do have one complaint for Pfizer Forum, him. um, So, me and my friend went to go get Auntie Anne's pretzels. And this was before halftime, keep in mind. We left, like, with, like, six minutes left in the second quarter, maybe, to go look for food. So, we go to the Auntie Anne's line. And it's, like, they said, we're out. We're going to be restocking. It could be upwards of, like, 15 minutes or whatever. So, we, like, walked around for literally two minutes. And they were like, oh, it looks like they're back. So, we got in line. Literally, we got up. The per in the when the people in front of us got to the front of the line they ran out so we were the first two groups i guess and the little boy in front of us started crying i felt so bad because they were out for like for the rest of the day and it was just ridiculous because it's literally like it's like their only restaurant they have chick-fil-a too no but they, they have a
1: ton of stuff
0: but it's all like there's nothing sweet there's it's all, all like, like burgers Ball. and where'd you see the poke bowls
1: they were on the second floor there was like oh. a huge. Place See, we, for we were people's.
0: sitting. We were sitting on the first floor, so we stayed down there.
1: We went back downstairs <laughs> to get Chick Fil A because it was. Nothing okay, yeah, we,
0: we were gonna go to Chick Fil A, but then they didn't have the milkshakes that we wanted. They only oh, had the yeah. sandwiches and they didn't stuff. Have
1: really, a lot of stuff, but let's give a shout out to Chick Fil A. They went so fast that because there was only a few things they were selling. Yeah, like we the sandwiches. waited there for like two minutes, and the line was like out yeah. of it. We got there up there in two minutes and then we waited for our food for two minutes. Like it took it was so quick. I just have one question though. Mhm. So whenever you got like a water or something, they took your cap.
0: Yes, yeah, so you can't throw it at the players. They did because, that at, they do that at the at Lambeau Field too and like places. Because like that. we
1: ordered like they ordered water ahead and they gave us our cap.
0: Oh really? That was the
1: only time.
0: They were I don't think they were supposed to. Um yeah, but that's how the Bucks game was. Super fun. Me and my friend Lexi, we want to go back. She's I love going to Bucks games with her. I've been to a couple, and we want to go back and go to the Knicks game <laughs> because we lo- we both love the Knicks and the Bucks, obviously. But the Buckaroos, the Buckaroos. I'm super super excited. For the continuation of the Bucks season, because I feel like they're they're starting to slowly climb, and it showed hope because like they didn't need all of their star players. Like Uh obviously they had Drew and Chris who like went off and all of that, (laughs) but like they didn't have Brooke, they didn't have Giannis, they didn't have Bobby, they didn't have all those people. So other people had to step up.
1: Has been doing really. Last
0: night he had like twenty something points, I think twenty two. Boogie, boogie with a hoodie. (laughs) Okay, so we are going to jump into these stories. Audrey brought three, right? Um, two. Oh, okay. no, three, three, three. Yeah, Audrey brought three, three, three. I brought two, so she's going to start. First one. Okay, so I'm going to talk about
1: Jimmy Butler. Okay, so Jimmy Butler was raised in a town, like, on, on the outside of Houston, and he did not have a father. Um, And when he was 13, him and his mom got kicked out of their house because they couldn't afford it, mm-hmm. and Jimmy Butler bounced from house to house and house and house. He if he didn't have somewhere to stay, he would have to sleep on the side of the road, which is so sad. And then, and he did that for, till his senior year. Bounced from friends' so houses. So, 13
0: to 18, probably. Yeah,
1: um, bounced from houses to houses for five years. Um, and then, when he was, his senior year, he um, someone offered him a place to live with him. So, he ended up living with one of his friends, that Mm -hmm. he actually met, um, doing a three-point shoot-off against (laughs) him, and then they, they hit it off, um, and so then he invited him to stay with him, and something to note about this house, there was seven other people living it, they had seven other siblings, so there were seven kids in it, and Mm -hmm. then Butler joined. So, it was a very... packed house. Um... So it wasn't like the best place. Actually. Yeah, but it was a place it for him to live there. that he did not have to bounce from house to house. And then after, and then he be, he was a two star guard, um, in Coming out of high school in Texas, and then he went to a junior college. So he started in a junior college, and then he got ranked in the NBA. I mean, then he got drafted in the NBA from his junior first. college. he yes. never went to a, he big never went to a different one. Um, and then he got the NBA Most Improved Player,
0: and then, yeah, that's about it, that's how his story began. So I knew that he was homeless, I'd heard something about that, but I didn't know, like, the whole extent, so that's very interesting to see where he's come now, and I feel like those guys are always so humble, like, we could have done Giannis too, Giannis has an insane story, we just don't, there's so many stories, and we just don't have the time for that, um, but Giannis' story is insane too, about how he grew up with pretty much nothing, and just like... He's so humble now, even though he literally has signed, like, the biggest contract ever. Okay, uh-huh. so mine is Duncan Robinson. So this story, this guy, I feel like most people know because of the bubble last year and, like, the playoffs, but um, coming out of high school, he did not get any D1 scholarships, So and he committed to a college called Williams College, which is a Division three school. Um, so... At Williams College, he was getting about 17 points per game, and he was shooting about 55% from three, which is, like, it's good, but, like, you know. um. But he drove them to a Division Three championship in, like, the NCAA Division III. um. and that's when schools like Davidson, Boston College, and Michigan really admired what he was doing. And so after two years at Williams College, he left and went to Michigan. They were like, "We don't know how much you're gonna play. We don't. We're just like we're interested in you. You played really well at Williams College, and he redshirted his first year, and then he started playing. Um, so he didn't. He didn't do everything as, like, amazing as the D three college. Obviously, he scored just over nine points per game and shot about forty five percent, and they won a national championship in twenty eighteen, and still after that, after everything, they could see how how much he was doing for the team. He was still super underappreciated and overlooked. Um, He declared for the 2018 draft, but he went undrafted. Um, And he kept working, and he tried to go to different camps and practices and open gyms. And um, finally, he got a summer league contract to play with Miami. He had a great um, summer league tournament. He played really well and landed a contract in the G League with the Miami Heat's G League. And during that, he was like fluctuating up and down from the G League to the NBA. He played about 15 games with Miami Heat that season and they put them, they got him a contract in the 2019-2020 season and the rest is pretty much history. He did have a quote that I think um, is really, really good, this article I read. So it says, I think technically besides a handful of people, anybody that gets to the NBA, the numbers are never in your favor. It's not something you're destined to do, and obviously, when Robinson committed to Williams, it's not something that many people thought he would do either. But he always took the opportunities when they arose and took advantage of them, and I think that's the biggest thing for him. So, you know, a lot of people get turned down when they see, like, Division Three, Division Two, like, those types of offers and stuff, but you never know where it can it can land you because he's... <laughs> on a championship contender team and he's doing really well. Does he start? Comes Some off the days. bench. Yeah.
1: Also, I just want to say Division 3 and Division 2 is really good still.
0: Yeah.
1: For even being if you can play in college, um you that is very very good. So, just,
0: just putting just that so
1: out that. there. <laughs> okay. So, I'm going to do LeBron James. When he was born, his mom was only 16 years old. Um and Corey. his dad left because he had a lot of criminal records. So he was like in jail. He didn't, he was not a part of his life. Um, so, so LeBron bounced from houses to houses and he lived in six different locations in a single year. He was absent from school more than, more than he wasn't. He was just not doing really good. He said, he always said, I saw drugs, guns, killing. It was crazy. Um, But, the moment that changed everything was his football coach, um, Frank Walker, offered him to live with him. So, um, he had food, he had shelter, he had it all. And, and he gave LeBron his first ever basketball, and that's where it all started.
0: I thought it, it was his, was he also his gym teacher? I I feel like I heard that somewhere, but that might be that might have been fake. I'm gonna make that
1: up. (laughs) He went off and he played at Saint Vincent Saint Mary's High School, and as a freshman, LeBron James earned a spot on varsity. Um, so that's how it started, and then we, and then after before his senior year ended, he decided to declare for the NBA draft. This was before you went to college. This was in two thousand and three, and he went first overall mm-hmm. to the the Cleveland Cavaliers um so that's kind of how his thing got started not really a good background
0: and I feel like LeBron's is one of the most iconic ones and he always talks about it And he's not like and he
1: has a very good book
0: yeah it's called we are family it's it's like a children's book but it like it's basically about his life just with different characters names and I don't even think he wrote it but it's it's a good book okay the next one I'm doing is Najee Harris. So at age 12, he, his mom, and his siblings became homeless, he had no dad either. Um, they bounced around shelters in the Bay Area, and at age 14, he had to find something to distract him, and his love for football developed, and by his junior year in high school, he was the number one recruit in the country, so he just kept working at it, and um, was basically never at like the shelters, he was always practicing. Um he was between so for after he got recruited he was between Michigan and Alabama to go to college and he picked Alabama. Um and after not playing his first two years at Alabama, he started to flourish in the next two years, which were And the reason year, the year he before. did not play was there was There's always There's always someone else. Like you just have to wait your line. Wait, wait your turn. Wait your turn in line. Um, after he finished off a great college seasons, great couple college seasons, they won a championship, um, yeah, did they win, I think they won the championship both years, or did Clemson win one, I don't know. Um, the Steelers had faith and drafted him first round, um, and he decided to do his draft around family and friends because they were a big supporting role for him to get to even where he was today. Um, He also shouted out his former shelter Grip which he stayed there a lot and he continues to give back a lot of money and time um, to people who go there and once again I have a quote. He said, I went through a lot of adversity when I was a kid but just being able to overcome it shows how much strength that you have to overcome things and it shows that if if you can get through those things in life there's nothing you can't get through. So it's just a very interesting perspective cuz obviously we don't have that perspective but mm-hmm. you know if you can get through those things in your personal life you can get through anything.
1: Okay, so my last person, I think the last one we're going to do yeah. today is about Steph Curry and Steph Curry had a little bit of a different background. Um so he was so we're going to start his story at senior year. So he earned a lot of all-state honors at as a senior at charlotte christian school so he was um the son of del curry who was in the mba for a really long time and he actually received um and steph actually received zero scholarship offers from major d1 colleges he received an offer from davison and then georgia tech told him um sure come down to virginia as a walk-on so they didn't even offer him a spot but um, what Steph Curry did at Davidson, so he led the Wildcats to an elite eight, and it turned out to be historic, mm-hmm. and then the Warriors decided to take a gamble on him with the seventh pick in the 2009 NBA draft, and four years later, it seemed like Warriors made a great decision, Um, and North Carolina, Duke, Virginia Tech, and the others made the wrong decision. Mm-hmm. But... The thing was, Steph Curry and his dad reached out to these other colleges, and they were just like, no, or they were like, as a walk-on, you can come. They Um, said he was too small, basically. Yeah. And speaking of that, his brother went to a kind of small school, and his brother's older.
0: Yeah, he's older.
1: His brother's older than him, so when Steph was doing all this, his brother was actually at Duke because he transferred. So, Steph wanted some of that wanted to go anywhere i would say other than where he got the
0: offer but i feel like for all of these stories if that wouldn't have happened it wouldn't have made them into the athlete they are today that we know uh-huh. so like they obviously weren't great for most of them but like they're super inspirational and we can take a lot away from that okay we're gonna jump into our top five draft once again we're doing a christmas theme because you are listening to this on christmas maybe Okay, so this one is going to be top 5 Christmas movies. So we're going to start from 5, go to 1. I'll kick us off. Um the first one, um for number 5, I'm going to go with The Curious George Christmas movie. And this is because of family ties. We always watch this every year together. Um Christmas monkey, Christmas Yeah. Monkey movie. So, go check it out. It's actually it's a funny movie, I feel like. But it's it's just like a family movie. Uh-huh. My number 5 is Elf. Mm.
1: It's, it's a pretty good movie. Unpopular I opinion: funny. I
0: don't think Elf is funny, and I, I just like don't like it. I just find him
1: annoying.
0: It's, I don't know. I've never liked. I've never liked. Sometimes Elf. it's good. Sometimes it's bad. When I made this, it was good. <laughs> Stop. Okay, number four for me is The Grinch, the cute animation one. Super adorable. Just like overall great. I love the message. I love Max. There's that like sheep that like screams. So, my number four is Christmas Vacation. I
1: love that movie. I don't know if I've ever seen it. I feel like you have. I feel like we watched it together. So,
0: I love that movie. It's very funny. <laughs> and Yeah. Okay, the next one, number three, is the Elf on the Shelf movie. Once again, family ties, and it's just a fun movie. It's, like, the one where, like, the elf goes to the place and, like, gets his magic powers taken away. I don't know. We've just always watched it, so.
1: My number three is just like a channel in general it's hallmark oh those are so good i love watching hallmark movies. for christmas they are so good there's like shoe addicts
0: christmas so they're just so good oh so good like they're just so they're kind of cringy they're, they're so but, bad they're so good but they're so good okay my number two is christmas with the cranks just like iconic so funny i love that movie um yeah, I de- recommend go watch it. It's just amazing. What movie did you say? Christmas with the Cranks.
1: That's so funny because that's my number two. Okay. So, I also had Christmas with the Cranks as number two. Love that movie. I love how funny it is. I feel like the, the same spray number tan. One. Yeah. yeah,
0: I feel like we have the same number one. Same.
1: You want to say that on count of three? One, one two, two, three. Home, Home Alone.
0: <laughs> Home Alone has got to be my number one. Same. Such a good movie. Really love it. It's, like, so funny. It's iconic and it's just overall amazing Mm -hmm. and i'm just gonna say number three is not good home alone number three three. because it's not i've never seen it okay so we actually need to keep going because we're running this is going longer than we thought so the next this episode will be on christmas um so the day after chris we're doing the games that like well i think one of these has already happened but that's okay i don't remember who won um we are going to continue with our point thing that we did last week with like the nba christmas games these are for the nfl day after christmas or whenever games and we will update next week about points along with the nba and we will pick a winner and a loser we are just going to spit them off no explanations because we need to get done okay 49ers versus
1: titans i have, I have titans time. i have titans too Browns versus Packers.
0: Packers. Packers. Lions versus Falcons. Lions. Lions. Colts <laughs> versus Cardinals. Colts. Cardinals. Rams versus Vikings. Rams. Vikings. Jags versus Jets. Jets. J- Jets. Giants versus Eagles. Eagles. Giants. Bills versus Patriots. 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 Ravens versus Bengals. Ravens. Bengals. Chargers versus Texans. Texans. Chargers. Bucks versus Panthers. Panthers. Bucks. No, I can't cheer for that. <laughs> Bears versus Seahawks. 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 Broncos versus Raiders. Broncos. Broncos. Steelers versus Chiefs. Chiefs. Steelers. (laughs) Washington versus Cowboys. 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 Dolphins versus Saints. Saints. Dolphins. Okay, so we will update you guys next episode about that and the Christmas one because we are doing a point thing and the other person's going to get to come up with a punishment for the loser, so yeah okay well that's gonna conclude this episode i hope you have a very merry christmas with all of your loved ones um yeah watch some sports because watch some nba christmas is iconic and nfl christmas is is iconic so go check them out and we'll catch you guys next episode wait will next episode be in 2021 okay we're gonna do a bonus episode so this is not the last episode of 2021 okay bye guys Bye.